Welcome to our podcast, It's About Payroll. We're your hosts, Brian Escobar and Walter William Duncan III. Whether you're new to the payroll game or a seasoned veteran, we have something for you. All right, folks, welcome back. Welcome How back. you doing, Walt? I'm good, man. I'm good. Can't complain. How about you, man? Nah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Trials and tribulations of technical difficulties. Now we got to make sure our lighting is good on recording. I love the new camera, by the way. Walt has already upgraded his camera a bit. So I I like the new picture. It's clear. I'm still working on mine. I'm going to upgrade it. Now you got me like, oh, man, I want to upgrade mine. We're coming, man. We're coming with the upgrades. Upgrades all the way around. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there, man, for real. Welcome back, folks, again. And this episode is basically a season end cap, a season in review. We talk about all of the episodes and what the key takeaways were, right? Before that, anything new, anything, any little nuggets you want to share, any insights, anything going on? Just, you know how I am. I just want everybody to realize and understand how important they are. No um, doubt. Like payroll, HR could be a thankless job. Yes. Thank you for everything that you've been doing all through the years and everyone oh, listening. Man, you. you too. Everyone that's tuning in, thank you for your support. Thank yep. you for your co- constructive criticisms and everything like that helping us build. Just appreciate it, man. So that's what I'm on today, man. Just trying to be in this vein of gratitude because it can be easy with everything that's going on in our lives, all the chaos. It yep. can be easy to just switch into that whole pessimistic mindset. Oh, yeah. I read something once. I was like, we have 10,000 negative thoughts a day. And it's a, it's actively programming against that. I don't know if you saw my post today, but it's so funny how we're always in sync I posted on TikTok about just pushing through the fear and on the other side of fear is greatness. You know what I mean? And then we're in that place where, yo, stuff is scary right now. I'm having lighting problems. It's making me anxious. It's, ah, again, we're really dedicated to delivering a great product to you. And Mm -hmm. our main thing is, Hey, we started this for payroll people. Everything we're doing is literally to make it more convenient for the payroll person. Right. And that ripples out in a lot of ways that make it more fun for us. And like, we're discovering how we can impact payroll people in other ways. But at Mm -hmm. the end of it, at the end of the day, just like the show name, it's about payroll. But what we've evolved into is it's about people. And it's more importantly about payroll people. We just want to keep delivering on that vein. I mean, we'll give you edutainment. I think that is the perfect way to explain our show, our goal. We want you to walk away with a little nugget from these conversations. And as we've been so really blessed with our peers giving us feedback and saying, hey, it feels like I'm having a conversation with friends. Yeah. I got chills raised, man. That was the highest compliment. Another one of our colleagues, our peers, man, said that this is the future of payroll, right? We're, we're a part of that future. Mm-hmm. I got to mm-hmm. stop. I'm getting all, I'm getting all worked up, man. I'm getting emotional. No, no. But it's that ah. gratitude, right? It's yeah, that gratitude man. we were talking about, right? It's just to be making an impact, to be helping, which is yep. why we started this in the first place. And I want to shout out, like you were speaking to, to Melissa's point, she shared uh, something with us, a, a little nugget that she got from her yep. being on the episode, right? And yep. uh, the praise and the accolades and everything and that the person said to her yep. must have made her feel good about yep. 
But she did. And it's just about payroll people. It's about people, like you said. So, yeah, folks, we had nine episodes this season, including including the, um, well, I guess 10 with the two true crimes, right? Mm-hmm. So 10, but we kind of just going to recap that in one for you guys. That's the fun piece. If okay. you missed it, did a true crime about Money Mike over there, mystery in, in the museum. Mausoleum Mike. Mausoleum Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a really great first true payroll crime story because there's so many little gems in there and helpful data validations that you can do. Yes. You know, if, And if you've missed it, check it out. We gave you the true crime but we also broke down how to prevent this in payroll and that yes. i that i think is the most fun thing about the true crimes that that we do because yeah true crime is super popular right we had to be different right this is payroll like how are you gonna make yeah, it different yeah, yeah, yeah. so i believe we succeeded at that you guys let us know and then we had uh, another money mike michael mann and his nonsense the ceo of the payroll company yeah, he, he was crazy for the stuff yeah. he did. And then the last one was what? Uh, Veronica and the gang. <laughs> in Texas, yeah. Yep. And she basically used ghost employees and overpayments to yep. existing employees and started a little racket, mm -hmm. a conspiracy, right? You conspire to steal, and that's what they did. But mm -hmm. she was the ring. Of course, she was the payroll manager. The payroll person is the ringleader. And that was another one that we you ha you can learn from that on how to prevent these things. And that's what we're going to do in every true payroll crime is yeah. give the crime and give a on how you can prevent it, how you can find it. Mm -hmm. And the only exception was Michael Mann. He was like a bonus story. It was more of a warning to payroll, to business owners looking owners, to yeah. get a payroll company for the first time. Whew. Exhaust that due diligence. Yes. What does our CFO say? Comprehensively exhausted. Yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. That means you got, you covered everything exhaustively. Yeah. So you need to do that at, honestly, not only whoever you are picking a payroll provider, you need to do that. And then we did it in reverse. So we're going going like the most recent stuff and backwards. Mm -hmm. We had, before that, we did the global payroll episode with Melissa, yep. and that one was really cool. More to come on that. We got, we're exciting. We're going to actually follow up with some more global payroll info. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. And, but the nuggets, the, some, oh, yeah. the nuggets from her episode were compliance, stay on top of the changes and unique impacts in the country she's like in 30 something countries yeah. you got to manage all these countries it's a bunch of countries over multiple payroll systems so yes. you got to be on top of your game with the compliance in each country and you have to be on top of your game with managing each system you got to report across those systems and there's not a tool to pull it all across you are the tool basically and then that she called out a really interesting nuance for global yeah, I'm so Puerto Rican. I talk with my hands so much that is called, I don't know what it's called, but basically they have in some countries in most countries, he said 13 or 14 month pay salaries. And what they do is they double or triple it up in December to, to make up 
for that. They want to give holiday stuff, but they don't give you extra. They just take your salary and divide it by 13 or 14, right? Mm-hmm. And can double and give you the two or three extra payments in December. So that is some interesting stuff, guys. Like yeah, it, it is. really is. And I think that's why I guess there was such a big demand around the global payroll stuff. Yeah, so absolutely. we we're obliged to deliver, guys. So we'll be back with more with that. Thank you, Melissa. What's the next one? What's the next? Why don't you cover the next two for us, Wall, and I'll jump back in there. So one of the next ones is what to do if your payroll process is failing, right? So basically, three short nuggets about that. Cry, <laughs> cry <laughs> yeah. first. Get all those emotions out. Get it out. And then evaluate your process. Yeah. Evaluate your people. And evaluate the payroll provider or the system or the tech the tech stack that you have. Your right? tech stack, yeah. Your yeah. ecosystem. Yep. yep. So that's pretty much it. If it's failing, you have to do some research. You have to you may have to look inward. Yep. Or when I say inward, not as a person, I'm saying like at your, at your <laughs> in the company or whatever. But you may have you know, to look inward. You don't you know. That's in that crying know. stage. You may you may really have to dig in and, and do some depending on heck yeah, depending on I mean, come on, if your payroll process is failing and we talk about what failing means in the show, right? Yeah, so sure. we talk about basically if anybody missed a pay, it's a failure, right? But on yeah. a grand scale, like yes, mm-hmm. if if somebody if one person misses their something in payroll that check date that's an error but if a whole group of people miss their pay that's a failure that's a pay failure and unfortunately we've all i don't know if we've all been through it but we've all been through something like it something that you can call a failure Um, so that's what we mean folks and then as you deal with many failures you realize that it all boils down to one of three things in in business right the process, the people, or the tech, or the technology you're dealing with. So that's what it boils to. What's the next one? Next one is we had a benefit conversation with Tori Reyes. Yeah, that was Um, cool. Yeah, she's an up-and-comer. She's a benefit rep, you know, who works independently. And she brought a lot of different information to it. and, And she basically spoke to the business owners and people out there who are looking for benefits. One of the main things that she said was, do your research yeah. to discover what's best for you. Yep. Your job may offer different benefit packaged in, and it may not work for you, but there might be something out there on the market or something that Tori may offer that might be a better fit for you and your family for your pockets. So do your research. It'll help to speak to a benefit rep. If you're able to do that, to speak to someone on benefits and to help you figure that out and so have someone like Tori guide you along the way. Yep. And, uh, and the last nugget is just really another shout out to Tori. So go check her out, Tori Reyes on yep. LinkedIn, and she can get you some help. One of the things that I, I really took away from that is understanding, like, businesses under 50 employees, I believe she said, yes, she really have a challenge getting, plugging into these networks and getting insurance and stuff like that. So her her value proposition and her business you know model is that they can cater to one person. Right. So if you have a team of five or 10, you know, they can cater really to down to the each individual and build what they need. So that was a really good call out. That was something I learned that from that conversation, that was really cool. Yeah. Great, man. So you take the next two. 
Yes, sir. Ooh, this one, Bankruptcy with Fran. That was a lot of fun. Fran, another oh. learning experience. Dropped so many gems on us. We are going to have Fran back in yes. Season 5. We don't know what day yet. I'm gonna, We're going to send her a schedule to pick out a day, and we're going to do some best practices with Fran. Yes. But she taught us about going through bankruptcy mm -hmm. at a company. So again, folks, season four was about the business owner. So there, there are companies that go bankrupt and it just is yeah. part of the cycle. It's part of business. And she was helping us understand what the challenges are, what to do. And we have some mm -hmm. huge call outs from that. So yeah. one of them is making sure that you're going to have the money to pay the employees in those final stages. In those final few weeks or final whatever, you got the money. The company actually has the money. So as a payroll person, yo, you should go. You're in the bank. Hey, guys, can we make sure we're going to have payroll to the last yeah. day? And believe me, you don't assume anything. There's so many little things I think are normal to me, but no, that nobody else is thinking about. So that's part of your value add to your company is say, the, say it. Even if they thought about it, no problem. They're like, oh, wow, wait. Yeah. They were, the payroll person yeah. called it out. Mm, he's right. We got to make sure we got money. Yeah. And then another one was work closely with the legal team and basically cut to get the scheduling so that you know when things are going to happen. When is everybody's official last day of work? Yeah. Is that staggered through teams, right? Because payroll HR team might be the last ones on the last day, you know, another mm. department may have been last day three months ago, but payroll and yeah, HR still going, right? Yeah, Think, yeah. right? So you need to understand what that schedule looks like for your planning as a payroll person, how you're going to pay this all out. What's your last day? And I think a really good one. So let me see. Yeah. So work closely with the legal team. Understand that. Provide benefits and support to employees for transition. This was an extra. Yes. This was what friends, one of the leaders there at the organization that was going through this, I believe it was the HR leader. They put something together for the employees yes. to get either like job placement, yes. you know, help them out, extend, like go through that process. It's almost, they almost went like through an offboarding orientation, so to speak, yeah. you know, an exiting yeah. type of, but help. They gave them a yeah. job fair, I believe. And they ran the benefits yes. for longer than any. So it's like, you know what, think about be a human in this process yeah. and think yeah. about your people and think about how you can set them up for success, even though you're laying all these people off, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So that was really nice. I, it's not so much, that's not a required best practice. That's uh, being that's, a good person, right? Yeah. yeah. What was the other one? Reporting and tying up and understanding the schedule for the last step. Tying up the last steps, but also understanding that schedule. Again, loops mm -hmm. back to working with the legal team and understanding mm -hmm. that. And what the reason why I say this, the reason why I called it out like this is because Fran brought up something very interesting. This business bankrupted or finished and closed their doors at the beginning of this year, 2023, yes. January, yeah. something like that. Mm -hmm. Guess what? It went into January. So guess what? Those employees, whoever had January pay is going to need to get a W-2 for whatever those amount of payments were. Yep. So now, exactly. right? You could have wrapped it up in December and not had to deal with this, but let over into January. So now, but guess what? W-2s are not ready until 12 months from now, 11, 10 months from now. 
Mm-hmm. The company's done. Who's going to take care of that? That's a good question. Those are the questions that you got to ask yourself when you're mm-hmm. bankrupting, when you're part of a company that's going through the bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. Step up as a payroll person and come to the table with this stuff. Because guess what? You don't know. You don't know who you just impacted. Not Yeah, you may be out of a job soon, but yeah, everybody's going somewhere. You show, you know, maybe this is your time to shine. And they're like, dang, you know, that payroll person was a steady Eddie. I never knew that they were really, this is this great, man. Like, wow, they have a, they add a lot of value. Boom, helps you out in the future in your career. Everything is attitude. Don't take the bankruptcy as, I ain't helping these people, you know, forget this and blah, blah, blah. No, Fran was a consummate, is that the right word? Just an excellent professional. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? The great example of professionalism, right? She yeah. she stood it and wrote it out for her customers, right? She could have yeah. bailed. She yeah, could have bailed, man, and left the company like, yo, I'm out. She's got yeah. tremendous experience. She could have been gone. Yeah. But she said, no. And this is often the truth with payroll people. It's that work ethic. It's that grind. It's that we we like to help. We want to be helping folk, right? Yep. That she is the example of that because she stood it out. She wrote it out until the very last day, and made sure. And I guess what she already she's already working at a new job. Great new job for her. Mm-hmm. I promise you, she's going to be thinking about this company's W twos come that time. I promise you she'll be like, dang, I wonder if this went right. I'm going to check up on it or whatever, right? So it's little things like that. It's really the devil's in the details, and it's the details that, like, you can, you know, plan out and make sure everything's good. Yeah. So what else would – and that that was it for Fran. So the Fran – the takeaways for Fran was make sure you got money to pay the people to the last day, have that schedule, and then be human, help your people. There was also a reporting note. Make sure all your reporting from the time that kind of things start shutting down to the very end are covered because that's when, if you don't have Fran there, folks are not paying attention to the reports that they should be saving. They're like, yo, this is place is bankrupt. I am out of here. If you brought in a temp, because like, let's say if Fran left and they had to bring in a temp, they wouldn't have had anything. So anyway, it was just, I really learned a lot from that show. Shout out to Fran. Thank you so much. The, let's see how many we got here. We got three more. Oh, two. Okay. Seven, eight, nine. Look, you do the two. Next two. Oh, I got to do six? Yeah, you only did uh, one. Damn, I'll be talking too much, bro. That's why. All right. My bad. Six is in-house versus outsourced. So basically, we had Christina from Vala Payroll. Yeah, superstar. Rising stars, superstars. I love it, bro. I love working with all these folks. And she talked to us basically about working with some of her business owners and helping them understand, like, can they stay in-house or should they go outsourced and hire a Valor payroll type company to help them do payroll, to do their payroll. And we just, we went through, we had a great conversation. Good takeaways are do your research, do your due diligence, whether you are a payroll manager or a business owner looking to do this. Mm-hmm. make sure you're vetting your vendors, the choices. And I think right away, Michael Mann, right? He stole money. He was a payroll CEO and stole money. He stole money 
after you push the payroll button. After yes. you push the magic payroll, pay everybody button, boom, you sent direct deposits. You told the vendor to take the money and do your, do their thing, right? That magic button on Wednesday that gets hit to pay people Friday. After that happened, Michael Mann stole money from you. Yeah. So in that episode, we re you really learn like, all right, what are the, t do I need in-house? Maybe not. I don't know. Do I? Mm -hmm. If you do, and if you're stuck, and if you're a business owner, if you're a payroll person, and you're like, gosh, I don't know. There's sometimes we don't know as payroll people. It's okay not to know. Yeah, it's okay yeah. not to have had that experience in your career. It just mm -hmm. is what it is. But now you have to find a new vendor. You may want to consider hiring a payroll consultant, a, a, a veteran in the industry, somebody who's been around, who's seen it all. There are a few good consulting companies out there for payroll. So, right, look, if you don't want to find just the one person that just started, go to the one, a bigger company, find, get a little bit, pay for one session of advice yeah, and try to get, and if it sounds really good and they think, you think they, boom, then you might want to stay with them and just get some guidance because it, it is hard to navigate, man. And you're talking millions of dollars in some cases, absolutely get the right guidance. Yeah. And oh, then, man. yeah, and again, you know, shout out to Valor Payroll. If, if you're considering payroll companies, give them a call. They And we don't say it because we think Christina's cool and blah, blah, blah. no, their business proposition is like no other. They, yeah. and like she says, they are all up in your payroll. And yeah. what that means, they are looking at all, everything, everything, the way it's set up, what it means, the coding. They are in there and they're, and they're not only looking at it, but they're, presenting it back to their clients like hey we found some stuff you know what i mean and this needs to be fixed that yeah. is not normal from a payroll processing company usually they most companies they don't want to get in that liability that's a liability because yeah. now you're giving yeah. advice right a little bit mm -hmm. of best practice sure. compliance so her value add is their value add rather valid payroll is very different give them a shot make them part of that list that you're making what else what else number seven we Ooh. talked about structuring your payroll team this yep. season yep so, so you need to ask yourself a couple of things is like one of the key points we pointed out is do you have how much bandwidth do you need how many yes yep and what levels yep. do you need two juniors and a senior do you need the structure you got to figure all that out right yes and so some of these go hand in hand if you have a payroll process that is failing like one of the episodes we talked about is is it something to do with how you have your team structure that's part of the evaluating your people step right yep yeah so you want to make sure that you hire the right people as well i forget his name but he basically says hire for attitude yes you can teach skills that's right his name but it escapes me right now. <laughs> that's basically what he says. Hire for attitude. Yeah. Hire for the person that's hungry. Yep. That's going to work hard. That you can teach this to. That you can teach how to come up. Right. That so, is a payroll person. We're a cut from a different breed of payroll yeah. folk, man. So yeah, word up. Yep. Then uh, number eight was business continuity. I had fun with this one. Yeah, me too. Actually. It's like basically. 
sometimes we don't realize we just get so in the flow of things mm-hmm. and we don't even look at this stuff from a business continuity standpoint let yep. alone payroll just in general yep. corporate companies different type of things headquarters they don't look at this stuff so much mm-hmm. they wait until it happens and it's a kind of a reactionary type of response right yep so like for this one you need to make sure that you have a plan in, <laughs> in the first place <laughs> and if you do but you do, you are lucky and there's a plan in place. You need to review that plan. Mm-hmm. And once you review that plan, you need to test that plan out and say, pressure oh, test does it. this yep. work? Yep. Like pressure tests, right? Yep. And then rinse and repeat. Yes. I love well, it. Things are going to change, right? Yep. Yeah. What are you going to say? Go ahead. No, that's it. I love the simplicity of these takeaways. Have mm-hmm. a plan, review a plan, test the plan, rinse and repeat. That's business continuity. And for folks who are not familiar with the phrase, it's what is it? Doomsday planning for home. So that that's what business continuity is. A corporate Mm -hmm. level is just like doomsday planning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And And the the last last one, one, sir. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Thank you, sir. What payroll means to an organization. And this is the last one, but this was the first episode we did in the series because we have to first establish, do you need payroll? Right. Or can you just keep doing it yourself? That's the main takeaway. Are you a new owner? Are you brand new in this? And you just started open up doors? How many employees do you have? There's a different path for the new owner as opposed to the established business that I love the tie back. Well, the, is your payroll failing now? And now what is, what does payroll mean to my organization? Because it's failing. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? Or it's not, yes. or it could be not scaling properly, right? Maybe it's fine, but now you're growing and you see that there's challenges there, right? Because I'll give you a really good one. Having the need to go have a time and attendance system, right? Maybe you have one location and signing in on the main spreadsheet or the flipboard was fine. Yeah. You know, I literally, I had that at one of my first payroll job, the accounting team signed in a book. <laughs> we, we wrote it. We wrote in a book and that's, that's how we did it. You know, it just, but if you're scaling, mm-hmm. dang, you may need to go mobile. You may need a mobile app now. You can geofence it around your locations. Whoa, mm-hmm. we're getting fancy, right? Yeah. So if you're an established organization and you're and it doesn't have to necessarily fail, or it doesn't necessarily, you know, but goodness gracious, is it going to stand this scale that we're about to do, right? Yeah. So that was the number nine one, or the first episode rather, back at the beginning of this series was what does payroll mean to your organization? Really, what does it mean to your organization, right? Yeah. It, uh, And again, the major takeaway, are you a new business owner? Because it means something different there. Mm -hmm. Or are you an established business? And what do you, what is it that you're trying to accomplish? You know? Yeah. 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 So those are our nine key points for the season. I know total episodes, we had like 12 episodes for the season. Did we? Yeah, this is going to be our 12th. Oh, oh, this one's 12. Okay, got it. This one's 12. So we had the, Uh. like, what makes payroll and what payroll means to an organization. That was done in two parts, like you spoke to new owner we did yeah we did it in a separate mm-hmm. episode oh my goodness yeah. because it, it ended up being yeah. so long we didn't yeah. want to you're right it. yeah 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 okay got it i got it so yeah. yes but that's why we want to give you this summary where we're going to do season and see what is it like season in review 
year in yes. review. We're going to do a yes. season in review yes. for all yes. of you folks. And this way you can grab something. We look at it as like a chapter summary. When you get to the end of a chapter, usually in like books, learning books, right? You can review what you were supposed to learn. This is what you were supposed to learn in this season. So if you're the owner out there, hey, you don't have time to listen to every episode, listen to this episode, and then you can zero in on where you, oh, crap, wait, I need to go to that one because that's my problem, right? Thank you for everyone. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, man, for a successful season four. Looking forward to the next season, man. Me too. Wrapping this up. We're going to do true payroll crime next week. We have so much fun with it. I love the edutainment piece of it. Just, man, we're having the ball guys. So I hope you stick with us for the journey. We're on YouTube now. We're everywhere you listen to podcasts. So stay tuned for way more. Yep. Yep. We have only just begun folks. Yes, sir. Cool. Take care everybody. Peace. Thank you for listening to today's episode of our podcast. We appreciate you. We're grateful for you. And we hope that the information that was shared with you will impact you as a payroll professional. Until next time, keep learning, keep growing, and most importantly, keep going.